Welcome to the Pretty Deadly Podcast. My name is Susie. I'm an American Gen X woman living in Berlin, a martial artist, violent crime survivor, and the founder of Pretty Deadly Self-Defense. And I'm Tavia Benjamin, a.k.a. TSK Benjamin, a millennial Jamaican woman living in Kingston. I'm a poet, author of the book Words Beyond the Page, and a social entrepreneur. We're exploring the kinds of violence women around the world face, the different ways we defend ourselves on a daily basis, and of course, sharing self-defense tips and techniques as we go. If there's anything you'd like us to explore, send us your questions and comments to hi at teamprettydeadly.com. We'll put the link in the show notes. Ready to kick ass? Yep. Okay, let's go. Hi, Tavia. We're back. Hi, Susie. Yes, we are. How you doing? I am doing good. How are you feeling today? I'm good, thanks. So last time we talked about boundaries and how to recognize our own boundaries and why it's so important to recognize our own boundaries. But I also want to talk about recognizing the boundaries of others. So important. <laughs> yeah, I think what happens to people is you go through steps, you know, you, you learn what your own boundaries are, and then you practice defending them, defining and defending them. But there's a step after that. And that next step is being able to recognize other people's boundaries and respect them. True. And sometimes, you know, sometimes you do it even by accident, where you, you overstep and you didn't even realize that you were overstepping someone's laundry. And it's, it's one thing to do that, but when they express to you that you have overstepped their boundary, it's always interesting to see how we react. Right. You know, are, do we make it about ourselves? Are we offended that this person has said, hey, you've overstepped my boundary? Do we then question whether the person should have that boundary or not? Sometimes we do without even realizing, mm -hmm. like, why are you so sensitive about that? Is that something for you to react this way about? When really it's mm -hmm. not about us. But sometimes we find ourselves doing that. And I think it's important for us to look, look at how we respond to other people expressing their own boundaries to us, especially when we've crossed them. Yeah, I think that's such a good point, you know, because so often nobody wants to feel like they're the bad guy. Mm -mm. <laughs> right? Like, I don't want to feel like I've violated people's boundaries. You know, that's awful. So, of course, I'm going to deny it. If you're like, oh, you, you know, you, you've crossed a boundary with me. No, I didn't. <laughs> you're just being sensitive. Yeah, you're just being sensitive. No, you didn't understand what I said. You know, I, I really meant it this way or that way. The other thing, instead of the correct answer, which is, I'm very sorry. Yeah. You know, no, no other comment needed. I am very sorry. No explanations. Yeah. Because it's how they experienced us. Yeah. You may slip in a little, I didn't know that was a boundary or I didn't know, but that's it. Like no more, <laughs> there's no more editorial needed no. on this. If someone says this is my boundary and you've crossed it, respect it. But how do you recognize somebody else's boundaries? You know, without getting to that point, like you don't want to walk around just violating people's boundaries and be like, oh, <laughs> that helps me define it. <laughs> You know, because that'll help you to find boundaries and also you'll lose all your friends. True. I mean, I think emotional intelligence can help you in some instances mm -hmm. where you become aware of how people experience you. And sometimes even just a simple observing how someone is reacting to something you're either saying or doing, you can mm -hmm. sense if they're feeling uncomfortable, if they pull back or if they are resistant to something it's to you to not keep pushing it, you know? It's to you to say, okay, let me fall back on this. And then when it's appropriate, 
to sometimes even ask to say, hey, was I inappropriate? Did I cross a boundary for you? So that you can clarify what you deduce from the situation. But sometimes I think just being observant, just being very emotionally aware and intelligent in a situation can cause us to not cross people's boundaries. And then, of course, as I said, have an open conversation if it's appropriate and if they're comfortable to do that. I think that that for me is probably the most important thing is to just openly speak about it. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, it, it, I've had relationships where we've been able to do that and say, you know, I need you to know, I don't like that term. I need you to know, but it, you know, in the beginning of this relationship, what I want to share with you is that, you know, I have boundaries here because maybe I have some issues. Maybe I have, you know, some experiences or whatever, but, but these are my boundaries and I'm letting you know now upfront upfront, let's just be very, very clear. When I say this, this is exactly what I mean. You know, I don't want to play games about it. I don't want to spend a lot of time on it. I just want to let you know. And I found that I I really like doing that. It's not very romantic. It's not, and and I mean that both with a romantic partner as well as with friends, you know, Mm -hmm. because there's, there's a romance in friendship. Yeah. But it's, uh, it certainly gets things out of the way quickly. It does. And it helps you kind of be like, oh, okay, you know, these are the rules of the friendship and now we can just go forward. That works for someone who is, who has the same personality as you or who looks at it the same way in being very upfront and open. But then when you're dealing with someone else who they may not be as forward or upfront, you know, how do you communicate or how do you discuss boundaries with someone who has a different way of dealing with it than you? You know, it's still important to talk about it, but some people may not just come up front and say, Hey, my boundaries are one, two, three, four, five. Don't disrespect this X, Y, Z. It eventually will come in. So today you find out one and then next two months you find out two and it goes like that. It's how do you navigate those situations differently? Because regardless of when they tell you when, what their boundary is, it still deserves to be respected. Mm-hmm. Maybe a way to handle that, though, is to ask questions. True. You know, can you let me know if it's okay when I do this or if it's not okay? Mm-hmm. You know, it's you don't it, without asking for explanations. But, you know, I notice that whenever I do this thing, you have this one reaction. Is it not okay that I do that? Do you need me to stop doing that? You know, I, I think it's it's especially, you know, sometimes in relationships, there's an imbalance of that emotional maturity, especially if you're someone who is very clear on what your boundaries are and you're comfortable with that concept. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it can help if you kind of lead the way. Yeah. Instead of becoming impatient or annoyed that the other person doesn't do it all right. Right. Exactly. And laying a groundwork and inviting them and say, you know, this is, it's, it's okay to say these things. I know it's kind of boring and it's also okay to say, I'm not really sure what my boundaries are. Mm-hmm you know, okay, that's okay. Then I think it's also important if you are the person kind of in the more emotionally mature situation Mm -hmm. or role, I think it's also important to say like, you know, I want to say right now that it's never my intention to cross a boundary. It's never my intention to hurt you in this way. Without knowing what your boundaries are, I may make mistakes. So we may find out together what your boundaries are, but it's, it will, I'm never going to do that intentionally. I'm never going to use your own boundaries against you, mm-hmm. you know, or the fact that you're not sure where they are. That's an important point. You know, 
when you say using one's boundaries against them to say, oh, but you mm-hmm. did you this and in an argument or a conversation or whatever the case is, mm-hmm. or even trying to justify whether someone should have a boundary about something or not mm-hmm. because of our own, how we've been cultured, how we've been raised. We believe things should happen a particular way. We understand things in a particular way. We see things in a particular way. So someone says, oh, my boundary is this. I don't like when you do that or that. We're like, but why? Mm-hmm. Well, it's none of your business. <laughs> it really right. is none of your business why someone has set a particular boundary. Your only business is to respect it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you never have to agree with it. right? Yeah. And, and sometimes that's really uncomfortable. It is. Sometimes it's really frustrating. Like, you know, I, but I don't agree with this boundary. I want to do this thing, you know? It, I, you have to accept as well when people say, you know, you violated a boundary and I can no longer be friends with you. That's happened to me. And that's really hard. It's really hard to not then like send them 5 million more messages or whatever being like, but, 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 you know, yeah. can we not just, can we not just be friends? Can't we just, uh, you know, like, you know, if they say you violated a boundary, then you have to respect it. Mm-hmm. So, you know, sometimes I think it's also important to to just accept that sometimes you're the bad guy for somebody, mm-hmm. you know, just like not everybody is a good fit for you. You're not a good fit for everybody. No, no. And that's sometimes hard to accept because everyone wants to feel like they're a good person and that you're decent. Mm-hmm. And someone else says, well, you're not for me. Mm-hmm. You know, that can affect your own view of yourself if you make it about you and not recognizing that really it's not about you. It's about each person's right to define for themselves what is acceptable. And if they believe exactly. that how you're operating is not acceptable for them, that's okay. Because how you're operating yeah. could be acceptable for someone else. It's acceptable for you. So it's it's the autonomy of existing within us, within a space. And sometimes we mm-hmm. try to take away another person's autonomy by defining for them what their own boundaries should be and disrespecting mm-hmm. them even when they are voiced to us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. There is a saying that says familiarity breeds contempt. And it really speaks to how when we're so familiar with someone, we are in contempt of what their boundaries are. They will say to us, hey, I don't like when you do this, but because you're my girlfriend or my boyfriend or my sister or my friend or my brother, I can do whatever I want, regardless of what you say. Mm -hmm. So, you know, we also, I mean, I personally have had to really look into myself, into how I view someone else's boundary. If they say, hey, Tavia, I don't like you to do this, or I don't like when you speak to me in this way, instead of trying to justify to say, well, I didn't intend to do that or whatever, it's really up to me to say, okay, I'm sorry. I won't do it again, or I'll be more mindful, whatever the case is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It, it brings up an interesting question of entitlement, you know, especially with people you have a close relationship to. Mm-hmm. How much are you entitled to, to them, to that person? You're not. You know, <laughs> exactly. You're not entitled to any of it. So, but when we get really comfortable with people, we do feel a sense of entitlement. So, and that is where that, that clash of boundaries can come in. Mm -hmm. Or if, if they've set a boundary for something that we do for them. So if I'm comfortable to do this thing for you, but you're not comfortable to do it for me because that's your boundary. 
how mm-hmm. do we <laughs> navigate those kinds of situations, you know, where someone says, hey, I'm not comfortable to do that. Mm-hmm. But if you are willing to do it for me, I won't stop you. Does the relationship become funny? Do we say, but if I do it for you, you should do it for me. I don't care what your boundary is, you know, or should we respect the person's decision and then make a decision for ourselves? Right. That's a good question. I think that the answer to that is in the question, you know, it, it's, it, it, because it depends, you know, there are some people who are like, look, if I'm going to give you this, then I want this back. You know, that's the kind of relationships I want to have. Mm-hmm. And if you're not able to do that, then this relationship doesn't really work for me. Mm-hmm. You know, where there's other people who say, you know, I want to do this for you and you're not able to return this for me, but you can do something else. And I can recognize that as for whatever, you know, as equal value, mm-hmm. you know, or I can just do this for you because I feel like doing it for you and you're not able to give it back and that's okay. I don't care. I just want to do it. Yeah. You know, I mean, and, and it, it depends on who you are and who the other person is and how you define your relationship, but boundaries are a really big part of it. And important, important. Yep. Yeah. And, you know, just even setting those boundaries too can also be a way of protecting you or helping to protect you from certain situations. You know, especially in some familiar situations, it may be a case where a person will try something with Tavia. They'll never try with Susie because of Mm -hmm. the boundaries that she has set or vice Mm -hmm. versa. So setting boundaries or respecting other people's boundaries also helps to protect them whether from inadvertent danger or otherwise. Mm -hmm. So it's so important that we practice to respect other people's boundaries so that they can also respect ours. And we will also feel confident to set our own boundaries as well. Yeah, exactly. I think that's a really, really good point that, and that I think, I think that that's where people who are creeps (laughs) have a real problem. You know, I mean, I've had that with people. And and again, I'm going to tell a quick story about one night in my local bar where this man who was really drunk, um, who who wasn't a regular there was talking to me and he said, Oh, what do you do? And I said, I teach self-defense. And he started poking me. Oh, you teach self-defense? Are you going to defend yourself right now? Are you going to defend yourself? Are you going to do something? Do karate? Do judo? And he's like, poke, 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 poke. Yeah. And I was just looking at him and I was like, wow, you're insane. And I kind of put down my arm and just said, stop touching me. And he was like, whoa, whoa, what are, you know, I'm not doing it. I mean, you said you teach self-defense. And I mm-hmm. said, that's not an invitation to touch me. Exactly. And he said, well, I didn't mean anything by it. I mean, I'm married. And I was like, I don't care that if you're married. I don't care who you that are. That has nothing to do with what you're doing. Yeah, you don't touch strangers, period. But what was going through my head was you, uh, and this is, this is an entitlement that men have, especially, and this guy was a white guy, so a white man. This idea that I can touch you with no repercussions. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I, cause I thought, you know, I didn't tell you what kind of defense I teach. Mm-hmm. I could teach weapons. I could, my self-defense could be guns. I could have a gun on me right now and you start poking me and I could have shot you. Mm -hmm. Yep. You know, I could have very easily, and I would have been justified in punching you. And the guys here at the bar, I am a regular guest. I would have gotten away with that. Exactly. You know, so 
It, it, but it was just like, wow, you are not, I mean, this entitlement to touch strangers. Or to even just but, invade their space. To even just invade their space. But again, you know, for your own protection, why are you not acknowledging, why are you not respecting somebody's boundaries? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, and, but I have to say to my own shame in the end, that guy actually did get away with it because nothing happened to him. Yeah. I didn't, I didn't physically defend myself. I made him feel bad, but that was about it. Mm-hmm. And then he wasn't allowed back in the bar a second time. But it, like, that was it. That was his only consequence. Now that I'm telling you the story, I'm really sorry I didn't punch him. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's funny because that actually reminds me of a situation. I was in the supermarket with my friend and a gentleman who she had spoken to in a cafe some time ago stranger don't know this person she was sitting and he decided to just come over and have a conversation he sees her in the supermarket he walks up to her like close she's doing her thing and he's like hi so she's like okay hi like why are you coming over here that's what she's thinking i don't know you we're not friends so i come on and Mm -hmm. he's like why are you being defensive and he he just got into this mode as if she was obligated to be like, oh, hi, who are you? And engage mm-hmm. him in some conversation. And he was a complete stranger as far as she's concerned. And I'm like, mm-hmm. is he like, there must be some screws missing because I would just knock him out. Yeah. No, it's, I don't think that there's screws missing, to be honest with you. I think that, that men are socialized, you know, to, to that they're, they are entitled to walk up to anybody they want at any time and especially, yeah. And, and expect there to be a respectful and engaged response. Mm -hmm. And when they don't get it, they get upset. It's, it's really crazy. Yeah. Like children. Yeah. Like children. It's it's very crazy. Uh, Anyway, that's why we do what we do. Definitely. So, I mean, we have to just say, we have to just ensure that we're not being the bad guys. And if we are, we have to just be aware of it in each of those situations to ensure that we are respecting other people's boundaries as much as we want them to respect ours. Yeah, exactly. Pretty Deadly Self-Defense is a self-defense program based in Berlin, but with coaches and trainers in a growing number of cities in Europe and around the world. If you want to join us just to take a course or to become a coach, a trainer, or even offer Pretty Deadly in your school or studio, let us know through our website at prettydeadlyselfdefense.com or find us through our app. Just search for Pretty Deadly Self-Defense in your favorite app store and download for free. And remember that all of our paid programs fund our volunteer work. So when you empower yourself, you're actually empowering another woman too. Thanks for being here. I'm Susie Colick, and you've been listening to the Pretty Deadly Podcast. See you next week.